Good evening and welcome to FPL at the Curry House. Um, it's been an interesting week and I heard the word disgusting come up a few times when we were talking about it pre-recording. As with me this week, we've got a restricted audience, but I've got Kostya. Hey, hey, hello. And I've got Dan, your yeah. wife Dan. <laughs> yes, wife Dan. Oh, okay. he's, he's accepted it. This is no, I'll never accept it. <laughs> so uh, obviously, as usual, we'll go through the fixtures from last week, uh, the fixtures coming up and how our team performed. There is no Luke with us this week. There's no Parag with us this week. I think there are very good reasons for that. And I think they're, they're getting their mum to work out sick notes. Um, where they've not performed. <laughs> <laughs> Their girlfriends to write out sick notes where they've not performed, but that's a different story. That was a text earlier. <laughs> she sent it to you, did she? Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised we digress in a little bit. Kostya, how'd you get on this week? Um, well, I'm surprised you're so, here. Yeah, last week I was telling that it has been my worst game week. Now, after my worst game week, I made a logical decision. I, to make it worse. And very logical. <laughs> I played, played my wild card. Yeah. So looking at the fixtures, looking at the team forms and everything, so I realized the team who was barely like we actually lost to Norwich, right? They lost. City lost to Norwich. I was like, I will stay I will stay away from the pep roulette. I will stay away from all the city players. I will go hard on Liverpool, even though they played against Chelsea, but Chelsea is in bad form as well. I'll go for Arsenal, which was playing against Villa. And I was just like, I'll stay away from City. 8-0. Eight nil. I was checking my, I was checking at my phone, and I was like, fifth minute, can't be bad. I see it's two zero. I was like, okay, this is gonna be a disaster. So by the end of the day, uh, everyone in the league had fifty plus points. I was on six. <laughs> I was. It on got worse afterwards. <laughs> it it did, got worse because. Did get who worse. did you have sent off? <laughs> yeah. So fine. My fixtures were, my fixtures were on Sunday, right? Can't be bad. Have Liverpool playing, have Arsenal playing. It's all fine. And then I see, so one of my, let's say, wildcard picks was my Anton Niles, right? He got an assist last week. He's pretty good, actually, across the whole season. So I was like, I'm going to get him. Guess what happens? Gets a red card. So overall, it has been my second worst game week. I am above 1 million position overall. It has been the worst I've ever been in fantasy football. I'm really upset. I'm considering about deleting my account and just play, change, play, change, changing your name play, and moving to a different country. Play fantasy cricket now, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Dan, what about yours? Hold on, let me, let's just gloat on this a moment. Let's just have a moment to appreciate Costa's demise. Yeah, that feels good. Dan, yeah, was good. Dan. Uh, I, had a, I had a terrible game week as well, to be honest. I didn't do, I didn't do very well. I bagged 50 points. Which is a, it's not bad. I think it's an average, an average game week. But I did make a few changes, um, some regrettable changes, unfortunately. Uh, I had Ottomendi in the team, and I accidentally left him on the bench. He did get 15 points, but instead I had Alderweireldong, who bagged me a whole point. <laughs> so I lost, I lost 14 points there by some structural changes. Had the hair and goal, couldn't keep a clean sheet against West Ham. So. Mm. He got two points on that. I did have Aguero as captain. Um, he did get me 18 points. I did actually try to play my triple captain this week. Quite to. Yeah, I left it a bit too late. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So who was you trying to play? Aguero? I tried to play Aguero as triple captain. <clears throat> I thought coming against coming against him would be good. City had an, an astonishing game, but Aguero didn't do too great himself. I'm quite lucky I didn't, so I've still got my triple captain in the bag. Um, 
say Peters and Alexander Arnold in the back four did quite well, bagging seven points each. But overall, quite in for me recently after taking my 24 point hit in the second week, game week two. Uh, back, and then I took, uh, I think it's 16 points hit since then. So in total, I've taken a 40 point hit. Um, but this is my lowest scoring game week so far. I only scored 50. I think uh, I'm not too great. What about, what about you, Ben? I had a good week. My yeah? week was good. As, as I said last week, I played my wild card and I let everyone know that. Um, it, it kind of paid off. I think everyone that I put in performed to a certain degree. Um, I think the key is I put in De Bruyne as captain. Mm. I, 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 was, I was really uncertain about my captain for this week because so I've got Cookie, Haller and Abraham front three. I couldn't see them doing anything, or well, not not anything, but much. Um, so I was tempted by Mane, Son or De Bruyne and it was a difficult choice and I chose correctly because I smashed it. De Bruyne smashed it. Um, and then and then the other one I put in, which I'm, which I'm going to mention, is Rico from Bournemouth. I saw he made an assist last week. Never heard of him, to be honest, but I saw he was cheap and I was restructuring my team. I wanted to get money back. So I put him in. He's got another assist this week. I can't see him not playing. Bournemouth were on fire a little bit. I think they're playing West Ham next, so that'll be interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy. I mean, I, I, I went up a league big time. I've got 71 points, which is which is not bad at all. And life is good here. Yeah, well, Matty Ryan got you 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Result. Ryan, Ryan get chipping in with 10. Um, Anderson chipping in with six, Son getting an assist as well, it's, it's, it's not a bad week. I mean, De Bruyne, De Bruyne covered most of it, but... I think I'm quite disappointed in all. I've got, I've got three City players. I've got three lowest scoring City players out there attacking forward, so... Quite disappointed from this. Well, I have I have no City players in my team. But logically, who has the logic to, sub, to bring in Bernardo Silva over <coughs> there? Someone, you someone, know, somebody, somebody out there is putting as a triple captain. Someone, someone, triple, captain, captain someone triple captain Bernardo. Who brings in Bernardo Silva over Sterling and then triple captains him? Do you think I want to meet this guy because it clearly works. Do you think there's much match fixing involved? Like the guy just knew he will produce? No, he's on the pepper. <laughs> <as well. laughs> no, no. You're, you're being a dodgy Ukrainian, yeah. aren't you? I, I do want to. Luke's not here today, but I do want to mention that he's. A lucky little so-and-so. He captain Sterling, um, got nothing for him, had Lundstrom on the bench, got nothing for him, uh, but had De Bruyne as his vice captain and Zinchenko in on, on, the, on the pitch, uh, who then got automatically substituted for Lundstrom. So he picked up a further 17, 12, 29 points mm -hmm. through pure luck. So we'll call him Lucky Luke this week, I yeah. think. Um, I don't think that's the reason he's not here. I think the reason he's not here is because of the Chelsea game. Actually, he was avoiding the Chelsea game. He did it last week, he's doing it this week. So last time he was really happy about Chelsea game, right? That's the first time this season, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're and, in game week seven, come on. And he, remember how he was, he was saying, yeah, let, give me the mic, let me speak. I'm super happy about Chelsea game. Look, what's happening now? Where are you at? <laughs> and in any case, talking more about the Chelsea game, I would actually would like to say that it seems like the Liverpool uh, chemistry is back on. Like they, they had some small arguments between like Salah, Mane. I think it's all back on track. Like you can see them cooperating. And when on the last game, actually, when Firmino scored, three of them were hugging, and they seem like they are quite strong strike force in terms of cooperation with each other in chemistry. And I think that's important for for a team which is going for the championship, the team which is wants to prove that they're not only able to do one run, one good run at Champions League, 
it's a team which wants they need to have this chemistry I think it's a pantomime. I think they're just doing it to throw people, but there's my, there's my conspiracy, conspiracy but theory. In all of this, so going into the, into the Chelsea Liverpool lineup, so Kante's goal, come on, it was, mm. was cool, it was beautiful. For obviously Aspilicor, I got the assist. I don't think anybody should have got the assist. I think that was a one man job from Kante. Yeah. Took it past three with an absolutely beautiful goal, pinpoint accuracy, no one mm. was stopping it. Mm-hmm. Then, Come to you for this one. What about the South Coast Derby this weekend? I played on Friday night at Southampton Bournemouth. I know you're a Portsmouth fan, so you probably hate both of them. Maybe <laughs> one of them a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I'd say one a little bit more than the other. <laughs> um, I think overall it was it was an interesting derby to be honest. Um, I don't want to talk anything. I don't want to give any praise to Southampton at all. <laughs> we don't need to. They lost three ones. So that's quite good for you, know. Yeah, it's it's really good for me. But it was an interesting game. Like. It was an early, it was Friday kickoff, I believe it was. Yeah. Friday kickoff. Yeah, Friday night. Um, do you know what? They went, I think they went 2 0 down to start with, if I'm like, all right. I think they only scored with a penalty. I think it's the only way they're yeah, yeah, yeah. for. It's only a penalty and to lose 3 1. But like Ake scoring, I think Ake is another one of those cheap defenders, but yeah. he's, he's getting points at the moment. Um, I think it was what? Harry Wilson scored second, and then oh, Callum Wilson scored first. Both, yeah, both, both Wilson. Wilson. I don't think they're related, but it's just coincidence. It's just coincidence. Question though. Yeah. So Callum Wilson, last year I think he was in most of the template teams. He knows yeah. the ones. Yeah. Is he an asset again? Like, because he's been scoring constantly. I know he had a really bad start. What about now? Well, you say really bad, he didn't score for a couple of bad games. Yeah. So all strikers yeah. do that, and, and he's a consistent scorer. He picks yeah. up points. Yeah. He's a quality player. He is, but if you, if you go on a performance of that game as well, though, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Bournemouth only had five actual shots in that it's game. It's a stat you probably are. It is, no, it is a stat. Like, not, not, in, not including block shots, because they don't count, but overall, I think they had, <laughs> they had four shots on target and one shot off target that scored three. So. Not bad. That's a, that's a good conversion that's against Southampton. But like seven shots on target, eight off target, but only managed to bang in one through a penalty. The other thing I want to call out here is keeper Ramsdale. I've never heard of him. Mm-hmm. I think I think Bournemouth are the only team, and I might be wrong saying this. These are stats, so excuse me. Bournemouth are the only team that's got four keepers in their FPL. Yeah. Um, and this one is the lowest price, but he's the one that's been playing all the time. Uh, so easy one to watch. Four and a half million, uh, picking up points, making saves. Um, and not do it too bad while Bournemouth want to run a form. Could be one to watch for your backup keeper or even your first choice keeper. First choice keeper, yeah. Mm. Uh, going back to Callum Wilson for, for a second, he has not blanked a single game week yet. What about this? 5 points, 5 points, 5 points, 5 points, 13 points, 7 points. It's pretty consistent. Yeah, but if, if you look at the performance against Southampton, like Bournemouth had 36% possession in that game. Doesn't like, matter, they, does it? They, they had some <coughs> accuracy, they scored, they scored three fair play, but... Clinical. Consistent. It's, it's clinical, but if you put that against a top tier team, like, okay, Southampton, like, Southampton are basic, they're an average, they're an average Premier League team. They should be in League One, if you ask <laughs> me, but... I, I, think, I think you're... <laughs> you're, you're Bias is coming yeah. out there a little bit then. I'm not biased. How will Portsmouth do this weekend? <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, lost, we lost 1-0 unfortunately. Okay. But this is, this is fancy, fancy Premier League so we can move on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Leicester. Dan looks angry. He's going to rip his shirt off. <laughs> Go on, so Leicester, Tottenham. Not even yeah, Leicester. Leicester, Tottenham. Thoughts on this game? Madison finally Leicester. scored. I thought you said Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
No. Madison. Madison. Madison, he did score. It was, and it was a good goal. I'm quite, he seemed really happy after he scored. He also posted on his Twitter exactly after, so like a couple of minutes after the, the game ended. Is that the photo with Jay-Z? <laughs> no, no, so that what happened is he came in for the match with a backpack which was apparently worth a couple thousand British pounds. But did you see the response to the Sun newspaper? The Sun newspaper posted an article of Madison's backpack. Yeah, and he's horrendous. Like... And he sat around and said at least he wasn't walking in holding the Sun newspaper. It was amazing. <laughs> but okay, going off topic. Anyway, Harry Kane's performance in that game. Thoughts? Once again, he got a goal. He got a goal. But he got yeah, a goal, but, but he's not doing much, is he? Well, he was on the floor. He was literally <laughs> on the floor. Going down, right? Exactly as we said last time. Going down, staying on the floor, while he's really crucial for Spurs, allowing Son to produce goals last game week, right? But I believe this playstyle will not make him such an important player as he was last couple of seasons. We'll see. Well, we'll so, see. Yeah, but we, we're, we're six, seven weeks in now, and I think you're, you're in a good enough place to say he's not performing enough. No, for, the, not for the value, for the, for the amount of money it's going to cost you, he's not doing enough. He's not. If you look at the cost of him in comparison, you can get a lot higher scoring points. Yeah. Yeah. You can pretty much bang it where. Yeah. I'm glad you said him, not out. <laughs> Should we move on to Burnley Norwich? We can. We interesting the cookie thing. party was not available. It this wasn't weekend. a cookie party, was it? Was not a or party. we were not invited, so. I don't think Pookie was invited. No, I don't think Pookie was. And as somebody who wildcarded and got it, Buenida and Pookie, it's quite disappointed because, I mean, Burnley. No offense to Burnley, but I was expecting Norwich to score and one of their attacking players to participate in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fair assumption, really. Yeah. It was quite a boring game, to be honest, though. Like, don't get me wrong, Chris Wood scored two in four minutes. The highlight... Yeah, it's quite early on, though, wasn't yeah. it? The first 15 minutes of the game, yeah. and then it was nothing. Yeah, and and Burnley were a funny team, because they, they kind of grind out results. They, yeah. get, they pick up yeah. some points, just banging in a few goals mm-hmm. here and there, mainly for Wood or, or Barnes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they feel pretty comfortable now, having like they've got yeah. some points. I think they can relax and play their football. And I believe this is exactly when your best football comes in, when you don't have to worry about relegation. You don't have to worry about promotion. You just just stay just there play and football. just play football. Yeah. You enjoy. And I think this is really important, especially for such a tough competition like Premier League, when you when you can have this confidence. So we'll see. We'll have to watch out. Barnes, Wood maybe as well. You never know with those guys. Those cheap teams though, like. You will have those cheap enablers, people who will give you points. You just have to have trust in them. You just need to have faith. So going from a cheap team to an expensive team, looking at City's results against Watford. Now, I've just got some stats here. 12 shots on target, 12 shots off target with a 69% possession. Disgusting. Yeah. It is this, disgusting. This, this, uh, as we kicked off the show, this, this, this game was disgusting. Yeah. What, what the, it was a violation. It, I, like, we're still looking for Watford's back fours. Have yeah. anyone seen them? <laughs> like, send them? Send them home because it's shocking. I, I watched this game. I watched the first two minutes of this game. I saw a goal. I was pretty impressed. I went downstairs for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and came back and they were 5 0 up. Do you think it has something to do with, because you can find some of the Pep's speeches on YouTube and he's quite aggressive when he talks to his teams. He's, he's passionate. No. Yeah, you can call it passionate, I would call it aggressive. But the point is, I think it's after the... It's like girlfriend, so <laughs> I'm, I'm being passionate, not aggressive. <laughs> In any case, I believe that him, uh, after that Norwich loss, I think he had a speech. Yeah. 
where he explained and like he, he showed them that if they want to be the best in the league you're losing to a championship team you, yeah you need you need to pull up and you, again the championship champions against the premier league champions and they lose we were talking about Watford being bad uh, at the back and Arsenal being really even worse at, at actually like utilizing this, this weakness. What happened with, um, obviously with City, they just went on. Just they, went on. Well, there is a rampage. They went on a rampage. That's the only thing you can explain is, is a disgusting rampage. <laughs> yeah. They were all violated. I, honestly, if you, look at, if you look at like their performance, so obviously you got the shots. Shots on target 12, shots off target 12, 69% possession. Yeah. Watford had four shots on target. That's it. Yeah, they, actually, yeah. <laughs> they had four shots the whole game. In 90 minutes. Four shots in the whole game. With a 31% possession is excuse the grinder updates there. <laughs> it was it was honestly quite disgusting. I think City coming into the second half, you could tell City came off the base a little bit in the second half, they were comfortable. And they're going into De Bruyne's goal. Like, I'm sorry, oh. it's the best goal I've seen all season. The confidence that De Bruyne had on the edge of that box. You can see it by his celebration of it as well at the end. Yeah. But I think there's something really important to highlight here. Um, Sterling left on the bench, didn't get a minute. Last week, De Bruyne left on the bench, didn't get, maybe did get a couple of minutes. I, I think, think he was uh, subbed on because yeah. of how bad the performance yeah. was. Yeah, which, which is then counterproductive because yeah. then one of my, yeah. I'd rather one of my yeah. subs come on and yeah. I'd rather De Bruyne for eight minutes and not yeah. do anything. Yeah. Who else is suffering from Pep Roulette? Everyone. Mares? Mares. Yeah, but he's not really seen much this season. Then he comes on, plays a blinder, yeah. free kick, awesome. Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva scores a hat trick. Now if you look at, okay, so you have Sterling that come in, he had a, a good couple of game weeks, and he blanked for a couple of game weeks. Okay, so this this rotation, I, I can see the reason why he's blanked a couple of game weeks, he brings in Bernardo Silva, he needs to fight for that position now. He's fighting against Sterling for that position. Yeah. Sterling's not the type of player you want to be going up against to fight for a position. He came and he proved the point. Game week seven, is he going to start? Who, who would you bring in? Would you bring in an underperforming Sterling for the last couple of game weeks, or would you keep Bernardo Silva coming off the back of a hat-trick? I think while this really, really doesn't work out well for fantasy football, it works out well for real football. Yeah. When you, yeah. when your players have to fight for it, they have to prove you constantly every training that they're worth being there, that they they can they can deliver. But you can compare Man City to Liverpool on both aspects. Liverpool have got a more nailed down team. You can predict. Yeah. Probably seventy percent of their team. Yeah. Um, Man City, you can't do that with them. No, no. the depth, sure. the squad depth is completely yeah. different. Yeah. But, but but who's winning? Who's winning the who's winning the race so far? That's it. Liverpool, yeah. But if you look at like David Silva, saw David Silva coming on. When was the last time David Silva got a proper good runabout? He came in, scored in the first minute. I believe he he got the assist. Mm-hmm. Assist in the second half. So yeah, Silva. You're right. Like the squad depth at and, uh, City at the Otto moment. Mendy getting a goal and assist. Yeah. But mind you, like, if you look at uh, if you look at um, City's backline at the moment, they're ruined. If he gets they've injured, got no defenders left. They don't need they've it. Got, I think they are winning eight 0 <laughs> <nil. laughs> You don't need defense. What? That, I mean, if yeah, Watford scores seven, they still lost the game. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but if you come if you come across a top tier team, if you come across a, the likes of Liverpool or someone with the way that they are going forward, they're just going to run run riots around their back their backline. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing they can yeah. bring in is they bring in their second reserve right back in Carl Walker, centre back. 
Like he plays it. I'm sure they'll get by. But then, but, then, but then they might trip up like the advanced knowledge. So, any comments on Everton Sheffield United? I was surprised by that one. That one shocked me actually. That was a fair play to Sheffield. That was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. I think I was I was shocked with what they got three bookings, I believe it was in the first twenty minutes. I might I might be wrong, but I believe it was three what three bookings. Fortieth minute, it was uh, Everton own goal. I think it was an unfortunate own goal, uh, and then Musa in I think the 80th minute got the second one I think uh, Sheffield quite lucky but I'm, I'm actually quite happy with Sheffield's performance they're quite well they're quite well what are your thoughts on this one? I think that like last year Everton was a team which got more clean sheets than anybody else and obviously this time I think you should stay away from their players their strikes their strikers are not producing anything no Richarlison's missing Calvert Levin's missing Sigurdsson Nothing as so well, far. yeah, yeah, and then like so. And they put they, and they, they spent a lot of money on Bernard, he's, yeah. He, he looks like he could be a decent player, but he's not, he's so not really much eventually. Your best attacking option for Everton is Luca Dini, yeah, who's <laughs> a defender, he's not, he's not performing. And, and there's something about him, he's 6.1, 6 mm -hmm. 6.2 million. 6 They're not kept clean sheet, they kept two clean sheets the first two weeks, nothing since then. He was performing, now he's not, yeah, he's, ta he's, he's, he's taken up a lot of money. It's, and I've got him on my team, he's, he's, one, he's one under the spotlight for me at the moment, I might pull him out, mm -hmm. we will see. Anyway, moving on to the best fixture of the... Of the no, no, we're still on Saturday, we're in Newcastle Park. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Mm, well, that's what can I say? Um, Ryan, it, getting a clean sheet? It wasn't a bad game, like, like this is one that I watched as well, it wasn't a bad game, not, not a lot was going on. It's a nil-nil draw. Nobody likes to watch a nil-nil draw. Nothing Never good for fantasy. But no. overall, I... I disagree. Yeah. I got one player from those two teams and he picked up 10 points for mm. me. Yeah, but if you, look, if you look at Brighton versus, like, Brighton absolutely dominated that game. 74% yeah, possession. Yeah. Like, Newcastle were running rights, but Newcastle still kept the clean sheet. They were getting absolutely dominated going, like, going forward. Brighton going forward all over them. But they managed to keep a clean sheet. Anyway, moving on to Sunday then. Why not? So, Palace Wolves. Wolves again. Last, last minute, wasn't it? Your yeah, first, yeah. first goal of the season. What's going on with Wolves? Is this a European tournament? No, but it could be. So, it's like, they just like they don't have enough squad depth to actually do it. And it's the way they play is like they play with five at the back as well, right? Because they rely on those wing backs and like actual like, players to run down the wings. I, this is quite like a challenging position because you have to run a lot. I mean, not to say that other positions don't make you run a lot, but I would say that them being in 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 the, in the league, in the European league, is actually not helping them. No. Yeah, we said and we sort of mentioned this a little bit last week. We mentioned this a little bit last week where uh, Wolves are on decline. Palace had that game in the back until I, th I think it was literally the 90th minute that Yota scored. Here's his first goal of the season. Um, Jimenez is not really scored as nothing, much as no, the last season either. Then Donker got, got an own goal. He got, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I know a lot of people got him in the team. Is that what I mean? A lot of people have What do you think of it? Like, Wolves red card? I think it's a bit harsh. Like, to be, go down to 10 men in the 73rd minute and still maintain still maintain a 1-1 one -one draw. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not bad, but coming into the 7th minute, fatigue starts to kick in. They've been running about for over an hour. You go down to 10 men, you've got to keep your head on. 
because this is where a lot of teams will lose their discipline. Yeah, they and go they, down they, they brought it back though. They, they did bring it back. It was dropped as a goal. He brought it in. They say nine you know? minutes to, to grab the draw and ten men. Your thoughts on this? Teams going out to ten men and performing better with ten men. But this is the thing. At that level of football, being one man short is not always a disadvantage because the other team may get like it it might get emotionally easier for them like they just like they think ah oh, it's an easy game it doesn't make sense though you no no you, that's like what that, i mean like, do, do, do. you have a center back that's center back that's been given a red card so you've lost one of your defending i think they're what they were playing a five at the back they were playing yeah, but it, it, it doesn't none, none of it makes sense and you see teams do this time and time again they play against play against or, or play with 10 and play just as good if not better yeah and it just statistically it doesn't make sense. Do you think they play better or do you think it's a, it's a mental block of the other team that's playing against them? Well, no same, one they're same thing. No one they're playing against them. Okay. They, they, they play better than the team that they're playing. But it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. You've, you've got one man advantage. It's, it's, it's nearly a 10% advantage. And I'm going to go in statistics now. I'm sorry, real ones then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something like an 8.5% advantage against the other team. You must exploit it. Especially yeah. if you want to up. You've got to be. Especially exploit. if you want to You've got to be doing it. Anyway, moving on, I think this is the one that costs us one we wanted to talk about all day. The West Ham game? West Ham, yeah. Well, I think we have a, been wanting it as well. well we have a West Ham supporter United. here, but I'm just happy Yarmolenko scored. I'm happy he's having... <laughs> you a, don't care about the final result. It's happy Yarmolenko scored. No, 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 no. This is the thing. I, I really... I'm really happy that he's back to play football and he has a good form. So, I'm happy for him scoring. He's a quality player. He's a quality player, and I, I didn't mention this. I think the first goal that he scored when he came back. Did you see who he celebrated with? Who he ran to? The physios. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is t- which is class. He's he's gone through a tough time. He's come back. He's playing well. Um, I love this result. I, I'm not. I, I, I grew up in an era where Man United were winning everything. Um, West Ham through and through. I love this result. I think Yama picked up a great goal. I think we outplayed them throughout. And Cresswell's free kick was was a corker. Mm, uh, who's her second choice left back at the moment? <laughs> um, it's inter- two two interesting things now. Rashford went off injured. Yep. Yeah. They now have no recognised strikers. Pogba. He's not a striker. <laughs> he's not a striker. <laughs> <laughs> who did they replace? It was because so, when he came off. I, like, I don't know. I think it was. They should have brought on Solskjaer. Ling, Lingard, Lingard came on. Lingard, yeah, Lingard came on. He's an attacking midfielder. He's, he's an attacking he's midfielder, but he's not. He's not strong enough to go against a backline by himself. He, no. need, he needs to ping off someone. He needs like a. Oh, he needs at least two people needs, above him, at least. Yeah. He needs someone to be playing him the balls. He's a playmaker. He's an attacking mid. And like, he's not that good. He's, he's not. I, that good. I don't mean that. No, no, no. He's, he's, like, he's not. He's not well. Diop and I'm not the smallest centre backs that you have in the no, Premier League. No, O'Connor, no. he's, he's been doing bits for quite a long time. He was always my go-to, always my go-to defender. Like fair play, you put in a small. He's, he's quite a small player. That's the thing. He's an attacking mid. He's not a strong. He's they not a strong they, 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 they had no choices. Now the other interesting point, or I find it interesting anyway, since 2003, Man United has spent 900 million on players. Mm-hmm. They didn't, have a, they didn't have a forward to put on <laughs> when they got their last one injured. Wait, I, I love they, this. <laughs> green so, though, right? But the thing is, they've been buying and selling players, but all they've been doing is selling their strikers. So yeah. they're selling their strikers and they got no one. If you're depending on Marcus Rashford to be your striker going forward, okay, what was it before that? They were like Martial, Martial comes injured. Yeah. Martial's injured, so they lost a strike force. They bring in Rashford from the left to bring him as a striker, he's now injured. 
What a Man United gonna do for the rest of the season? They still have a young guy, Greenwood. Yeah, but so obviously you're gonna bring like a top tier team. You, you don't have a choice. Man United, Man United being yeah, the top choice. tier you team. You don't have a choice anymore. You like, don't have a choice. It could work in two ways. It could work the same way like Chelsea work. Yeah. You look at Chelsea, transfer ban, couldn't bring in any players. They brought in the youth academy players. They've been banging it. And I also think Greenwood was injured. He wasn't on the bench. So Greenwood so was not even So who you have? Juan Mata. Hmm? Matic is not. Matic is a holding mid. Matic is not. Yeah, no, but he's tall. Him. Just like put him in there. Ben's tall. He's not going to go and start for United, is he? I don't know. Actually, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm going to get a phone call from Oli 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 why why you gotta be tall? Kevin Dablish, huh? Let's go go back like in right, the anyway. I don't think he goes to Man United. He's no. Liverpool through and through. Thoughts on the Arsenal Villa game? Ooh. I was disappointed by this. I, I wanted I wanted Villa to squeeze a win here, and I was a bit disappointed when uh, they got picked up two late goals. Yep. Especially against ten men again. Yeah. And you've got something to say about this because Maitland Niles was the man that got sent off. Yeah, well I don't want to speak about that thing, but once again, Arsenal's really leaky at the back. And yeah, it's good, isn't it? So they scored a penalty and they scored a free kick. So their like open game goals is is not that strong. Interesting fact, though, when Pepe scored the penalty, Aubameyang gave him the ball, and they asked him after the game what happened, and he's like, "I just wanted to give the man more confidence." I think it's a really nice way. They could have just said to him, "You look really nice today." Yeah, you <laughs> look at like Pepe. You changed your hair. <laughs> Pepe's come in. He's new to the squad. Like you look at the chemistry between Lacazette and Aubameyang. It's there. They're, they're an unreal triforce together. Pepe's come in. He needs to fit into the chemistry. I think what what Aubameyang did is opening up. He's, he's opening up. He's shown that he's willing to work with him. If you get Aubameyang and Pepe linking up together and moving forward for the rest of the season, that could be dangerous. Question: What language does he speak in Gabon? Gabonese. French. No, it must be French, right? We. Oui. So, it, it, then it's really simple. So you have Lacazette who speaks French, Pepe from Ivory Coast speaks French as well. You're spitting. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy about this. <laughs> so I believe that this right. yeah, is they, they have three players up front all speaking the same language. I think this is kind of fact. Sacre bleu. <laughs> Le pomme de terre. <laughs> <laughs> well, interesting fact, you know? Like, I well, think it's definitely a fact. It's an interesting fact. Interesting fact though, Arsenal's, Arsenal's attacking forwards, unreal. The rest of the team, lacking discipline completely. That's because they're not French. This is because they're not French. But if you look, if you look, okay, Nick, Mason Niles gets sent off. If you look at Gundozi, yet again, he's been booked. French, again. But if, you, but if you look at Gundozi, if you see the reaction last game week, I think it was, they were 2-1 up. He's waving at the fans, showing 2-1, being really cocky. Instant Karma came in and drew 2-2. I think they've got quite a few young players. I don't think they have the discipline in their in their mid, in their back line at the moment. Well, they're struggling in the back line already. They thought David Silva was going to come and save the world. He hasn't. I think Arsene Wenger needs to come back and bring in more French players. He's French. Yeah, yeah, but this is what happened. Arsenal historically had a lot of French players. Yeah, exactly. Henry, Sanya, all those guys. Sanya? Bakari Sanya. Oh, uh, Bakari ah, Sanya. Oh, yeah, but you could use Robert, Robert Pires. As well. Yeah, and um, Patrick Vieira. So many French players. Emmanuel Petit. And you went for Bakari Sanya. You've got legends up there. And you went for Bakari <laughs> Sanya. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, 
Adebayo as well. Not French, but legend. Adebayo, yeah, it's from Togo, no? <laughs> well, and we will, we will. also French-speaking. The thing is, they need to keep the French-speaking spirit on. If, if you know I don't know what's happened to Kostya this <laughs> evening. If and there's a big dramatic pause there because I don't think anyone does. Yeah. But um, if you, like going back onto the discipline, like discipline, it's gonna hit you late game. It's gonna hit you late season. If you if you get your players sent off constantly, you're gonna be missing games. And if you have you're too many French, surrender. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but if you look if you look at this game, so Arsenal took eight bookings in that game. Eight bookings. Yeah, it's not very. That, that's a that's a sheer lack of discipline coming through that team. And you look at they're scraping a 3-2 win and last minute, don't get me wrong, great free kick by Aubameyang. You could tell that there's a training ground goal by them. Two people in the wall, both both breaking left and right. He puts it to the right of the wall, keeper stood still, couldn't stop it. But you have that going forward. If the rest of your team have been booked, late game, late season, the discipline needs to come in. You, you're, talk, you're talking about a top five team. Arsenal are a top five team. Five for a reason, they're always finishing. Less than top four. Top five team with the lack of discipline coming in. I think it's going to affect them. It's, it's going to affect them later on in the season. It will be interesting to see because their next game is against Manchester United, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm right, right. And Manchester United playing at home, you are right. So let's go on to next week's fixtures and we'll start with that one. Manchester United at Old Trafford playing Arsenal. Without a striker. Without a striker. <laughs> but something that might be interesting Manchester United's last nine away games lost six, drew three. Ooh. They haven't won. They haven't won. What's happening? I mean, don't get me wrong, I love it. I, <laughs> I absolutely love it. I would say sorry to all you Man United fans, but I wouldn't mean that. No. But just going back, I know Luke's not here. I would love to touch the base on this one. <clears throat> You'd love to touch Luke on this one? I'd love oh. to touch base on this one. Liverpool, Chelsea. Liverpool 2, Chelsea 1. Come on, like. Trent well, Alexander. Just, just, just let that in for a moment. Just, just let that sink in. I, I had a message from Luke. You know the bet we've got going on? West Ham yep. finishing above Chelsea or vice versa. Loser buys a shirt of the op- opponent. He messaged me today saying, I'm a bit nervous. No. <laughs> so West Ham are fit, is that fifth? I think Chelsea are in the league 11? somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're I think 11. We've got eight points. Uh, no, they've got eight points, we've got 11. Imagine this, Chelsea gets relegated. That would be amazing. No, Man United get relegated. Both of them get relegated. Oh, yeah. Ima- no, just, and then I wake up. Imagine Abramovich's face. Like, the guy has invested billions into this club. He'll be crying on his super yacht and checking up but somewhere. Let's, let's take, just like, let's imagine Chelsea goes down to championship. You reckon they'll be able to go up in a season? I don't think they're going to go down. They won't go down. No, no, like if they would go down. I think you're saying that because Jan is Russian, you're Ukrainian, and there's. there's... Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. Well, Chelsea had a Ukrainian player in it. Okay, but yeah. of course. Ukrainian legend. Ruined his career, Chelsea? No, Chelsea won't get down. It's that mid table, but if you're looking over results, like Watford after, obviously, it's quite embarrassing to be being 8 0. They're a professional football team. They come in, but they're a minus 14 goal difference. Minus 14 goal difference in game with six. Okay, my Sunday league team is the same, so it's okay. Yeah, but that's because you play for them. But minus 14, there's, there's, there's no coming back from this. That's because I play in fifth tier of Czech <laughs> football. <laughs> anyway. But next week's fixtures. Next First one, fixtures. Sheffield United, Liverpool. This could be interesting. I would be careful about this one. Sheffield I, 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 I think Liverpool are going to destroy them. 
you know, I don't think, I think Sheffield United have had that confidence, but it's beaten Everton 2-0. Yeah. Do, do not get me wrong, I think that they will be destroyed as well, but I don't think it will be as much as people think. I think, honestly speaking, I think it will be probably 2-0 to Liverpool. See, I, I think their confidence boost is going to backfire on them a little bit, and they're yeah. going to underestimate. They, yeah, we can beat, we can beat Scousers, yeah. we, beat, we can beat Everton, we can beat Liverpool, and Liverpool are going to unleash a, a, a whole world of hell. Alright, here we go. Prediction time. Come on, guys. What's I'm going to say 5 0. 5 0. Costa. City 1. So I called it. Who took? Liverpool. Called it before, I reckon it's going to be 2 0 to Liverpool. Alright, okay. other fixtures. Villa Burnley. Oh, interesting. So both of the oh, teams. Oh, no, I'd say that is far from interesting. No, no, no. <laughs> so both teams are constantly scoring. I expect at least no, a goal. No, that's not true. Yeah, Burnley scoring, Burnley won 2-0, Aston Villa lost 3-2, I expect a 2-0 draw in this game. I'm calling 2-1 Burnley. I think, you know, I don't care enough. <laughs> Alright, next one. Yeah, I think there'll be a, there'll be ben, a result. There'll ben be a game is, that we're not going to watch. Get on to the ben next one. Ben is looking at the next picture, obviously, Bournemouth, West Ham. I will not predict the score. 5-0 West Ham. I will not predict the score, but I expect Carlin Wilson to score a goal. So, so, so West Ham not going to keep clean sheet like they've done in the last yeah, three games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done in the last three games. Two 0 against Man United, and you think they're going to concede yeah, a goal? Yeah, Callum Wilson will score, and Yarmolenko will score a hat trick. So you think it's going to be at least three? I think three it'll one. be three one. It will be three one. Yeah. I don't want to predict the score, <laughs> but it's going to be players. three one. All right, next one. You're putting you're putting Wilson into your team, aren't you? I'm not putting Wilson in. He He's bringing right, in Yarmolenko. Right, right. I'm not putting Wilson in my team. I'm, I'm triple captaining Yarmolenko. Uh, next picture, Chelsea Brighton. Hold on, hold on. I'd, I'd say West Ham Bournemouth. I, I want to say we'll win, but Bournemouth are on form. So I'm going to say 4 2 to West Ham. Interesting. I called I call it a 5 0. I think West Ham are going to take their confidence coming out of a 2 0 win against Man United. I think they're going to come in all guns blazing, and I'm calling it a 5 0. Okay. Very rarely would I ever come up. This is a wild, wild figure. I reckon five nil. They're gonna. And, and sorry, I said the last three games that West Ham kept clean sheets. Actually four, <laughs> if you include the the Mary Cup. The Mary <laughs> yeah, Cup. sure. Who did they play against? You take what you can. Newport. Oh, Newport. Yeah. From Dansland. <laughs> anyway, Chelsea Brighton. Now over to you for this one. Well, Brighton will not win. Well, Chelsea will. I expect Chelsea to win, but. I mean, it's Chelsea nowadays. I don't even know what they can do. I think Abraham will score though. I think Abraham, yeah. I, I'm, I'm calling it 3 0. 3 0 Chelsea. I think Abraham will come in. He'll yeah, bang yeah. in. Did he'll, that hurt a little bit? Glenn Murray will score. He will not. Glenn, Glenn Murray doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't even play. He doesn't even play. He's, he's in my heart though. He's in my heart. He's deep in my heart. <laughs> do you reckon. He's deep in your what? <laughs> How deep? Do you reckon the Pookie Party is coming back next week? Mm-hmm. I Playing do. against Palace? I do. Yep. I think he had a bad week. I reckon he's going to come in all guns blazing. I'm calling that 3 1 to Norwich. 2 0 to Norwich with Pookie scoring both goals. 1 0 to Norwich. With Pookie scoring both goals? <laughs> Maybe. Why not? Why not? Alright. Spurs versus Southampton. 10 0 Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're putting a pound on these predictions, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take a pound. Tired. I'll take a good on it. Yeah, I reckon Spurs are going to Wait, dominate Southampton. So you already predicted around 20 goals being scored next week, right? No, more than that. All against Southampton. All against Southampton. Then mind you, we've got a game coming up against Southampton. Oh, it's Southampton, that's why. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Spurs, Southampton. I think that Spurs are a pretty solid team. Well, Southampton are just uh, Southampton. We'll see. Okay. 
Wolves Watford. Probably two of the worst performing it's be the boring teams. game, the most boring game of the weekend now in my I'm not opinion. sure. I mean, it's going to be another Villa Burnley. Yeah. Uh, two two clubs wearing yellow and two clubs wearing claret. Yeah. And there, uh, yeah. That's going to be boring. Going on to the next one, Everton Man Man City. Do you reckon Man City are going to come out on fire? No. I reckon they're going to go for it. They'll I reckon go they're, for they're it. They're literally going to go Everton. No, away. of course they will go for it, but like Everton away. They'll try. It. They'll try. <laughs> I think it will be like a 2-0 or 3-0 game. I'm calling this, I'm calling this a 5-1 now. Oh, of course. City's taking a 5-1. See, I, I think Everton have got something in there somewhere. I know we were saying just a while ago that, yeah. that Everton not performing, but, but they've got a potential to. They've got quality they players. Yeah, just like losing 2 nil against Sheffield United. Yeah, so exactly. But look what happened with, with City last week and Norwich. And I know they're a different team. Yeah. But teams bounce back from this. And I think... I, th- I don't know. I think it could be an upset here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pep Roulette as well. Pep Roulette is a uh, upset dangerous. for City and then Pep Roulette. Next one, Leicester City, Newcastle. Leicester is it Leicester's season again? Jamie Vardy. It's a Vardy. Do you know what? Forget the cookie party. It's Vardy party's coming back again. With Jamie Vardy, Madison and, and Vardy. Yeah. What fair play? I, I I see Leicester doing well. I called it at the beginning of the season. I think Leicester. Leicester have always been one of those teams that have always been like quite close to our heart. They've always been playing quite why? well. What? It's a why? No, no. I, I, it's a what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but watching like Jamie, that you look at Jamie Vardy coming up, like he came from nothing. He played, he football. played amateur football, and then he, he went from amateur football straight to professional football, and then he absolutely destroyed him. Stealing bits. Yeah. He, but he's got the confidence level. It's another English striker. I think that's one thing that. In, the English strike force that come in over the last couple of years. Like Ricky Lambert. <laughs> well. Peter Crouch. Oh, no, he played for Southampton, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Peter Crouch, on the other hand. Do you know what? I think that's actually, let's not talk about Peter Crouch. Selling Peter Crouch was what kind of. To United. It's very important. But anyway, Leicester City, Newcastle. I'm calling it 2 1 Leicester. I think Newcastle have been playing quite well at the back. I think they're not a great team. They held a result. I'm calling it 2 1 Leicester. I think 2 1 is a valid. My prediction. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to transfers? No, no, one more. There's one more game. Big Monday. One. The United achieved. United Arsenal. I'm, so, call, I'm calling this one a draw. So wait, so they have a team which doesn't have an attack, United. And yeah. they have a team Arsenal. which can't defend, so it's not a problem. Because <laughs> like, you, you don't need a exactly. But then they're playing Arsenal, they've got no discipline. So, no. so, so Man United will hold out a draw to a seven-man Arsenal. <laughs> exactly, I reckon. I'm calling this one a draw. Honestly, like... How are you saying? And like a, a Arsenal have not got a backline. Plus, plus, there's a bit of hatred between the two. There is a good. I think there's. I think there's a healthy rivalry between the two. I think a bit of hatred. Well, hate I've been to both stadiums, yeah. and it's about as passionate as a. I think Aubameyang will score. Right, sorry. I think Aubameyang will score. What is he? Keep doing that. Keep doing. As a striker, it's good if you score. No, it's your job. Like, it's literally your job to score goals. It's like this Barman's having you a bit here, he's doing his job. You gotta hope he's Bob doing it. Is, yeah. But it's I think quite, I'm, quite cool, I'm calling this one a draw, honestly. Okay. So, yeah, if you're not following us on, on Instagram and Twitter, don't forget to follow us. Our plug is FPL at Curry House. Uh, daily posts on there, good bit of banter going on there. Uh, multiple people posting, so you'll see some biasness coming, especially from Luke with his Chelsea posts. Yeah. The last and couple so of weeks, some hatred by the looks of it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, good bit of banter on there. Feel free to follow us. We will upload our podcast links. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, good bit of engagement on there. We will be running next week. Here's a good one. On Instagram, we will be running a live Q&A. So ask your questions on there. Next podcast, 
Game Week 7 podcast, we will be running a Q&A towards the end, so feel free to drop your questions. Is this team analysis or, any or, question or you whatever have, you want? Any question you have, cosmetic uh, sexuality, because this, because this how well your team is doing. So. <laughs> yeah. Game Week 7, live Q&A, feel free to join. So transfers. Top transfer out, Sterling. Good. One game he did not start. No, yeah, one game he didn't start, but yeah, two, but then two games before he didn't perform. And it's, it's expensive, it takes a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. So pe- people are putting in, you look at people putting in, you say about Sterling, Rashford makes sense. Yeah. Digne, like I said earlier. Yeah. He's trying to have a lot of money for a defender. Zinchenko. Who's in his battle to Mendy? Yeah. Slowly. James. James. <laughs> uh, and mid- midfield from United, so like he's the one. I mean, they're probably playing with a striker because they haven't got any. We look at people coming in, Abraham before now, Otamendi, Lundstrom again. Lundstrom again. And Mount. Knee jerking, you know, like, so people transferred him out. Did you Yeah, because people transferred him out a lot last week when he didn't do anything. He got 12 points this week, getting him back on. But it's doing it too late, isn't it? Is yeah, it's, it's, it's quite late. Anyway, let's wrap it up then. I believe so. So, like Dan said, at FPL, Curry on Instagram at FPL Curry on Twitter. We look forward to seeing your requests, dedications, and everything like that on the on the live Q and A next week. Um, oh, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Murph. 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 Smashed it. I hate you. Smashed it. No, no. Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Smashed it. Well done, mate. And we want more people joining our league um, to make us to put us to shame, basically. Like because. Say. The link to join our league will be posted on Instagram. Feel free to join, like we're saying. We can't have one person, Murph, coming and dominating us. Please make me uninstall fantasy football. Like, I need competition. That's not hard. I didn't realise you were still playing. Oh, Until next week. Yeah, (laughs) bye. bye. (laughs) See you.